Welcome to the Beretta Brothers. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to theberettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you. Beretta <laughs> Brothers. The Beretta Brothers. Is that new? I fixed it. Did you see what I did? <laughs> you know what I did? I what? took a from, from the American Scott Muppet Talent episode, and he says Beretta Brothers, so I took that moment and lip-synced it to his song. Oh, my Check God. One more The Beretta Brothers. <laughs> Perfect at, sync, right? God, Joy. Look at Scott. God. <laughs> he's so ha- he's gonna be so happy that he he sent that in. Yes. Hello, Nick Kramer, Deborah Forth, Casper Kane, Anime Game 16, Scott Joy, Katie Regal, Rocco Rotten. Lots of people popping in. How fun. They're Fan excited. of Forgotten Muppets. Hey gang, guess what? There's what? a really cool interview out there now. Uh Jeffrey Tamborg's got a podcast called Acton Schmackton. Hmm. Acting Schmackton. And Billy's this week's interview guest. And it's really cool to hear them talk shop about acting and puppeteering and the whole deal. So check that out. There was some technical difficulties. It got cut off. You'll hear it. It ends. (laughs) It just kind of music comes in and it gets cut off. We just started talking about Frank Oz. So it's probably a good thing we stopped and it (laughs) got cut off. And go to thebrettabrothers.com where you can hit the YouTube subscribe button and join us. Da, 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 da. That's true. Go to jeanberetta.com. You can see his incredible books and art and fun things to peruse. Uh, you know, and you're pretty before, good. Have I told you? You're pretty good at that. Have I Those told two. you lately that I love you? You know, you're pretty good. You should keep doing it. Those books and stuff. Oh, I was work- I'm working on two books now, and I was thinking just the other day, what the hell? Why am I wasting my time? But now that you give me encouragement, <laughs> oh, good. You're going to keep going? Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And before we move on to our wonderful guest, next week's show, guess who we got, folks? We're really doing it. Yeah, we got we got Kevin Bishop. From He's going to be Island. on the show. And many yeah. other things. But Mr. Kevin Bishop is going to join us. The, uh, the anniversary of Muppet Treasure Island. The incredible Jim Hawkins. And he says my favorite line in the movie. We really, it's like we're really doing it. Yeah. Should All we bring right, our guest? We're going to get our guest. Um, we're going to be extra cautious these days. Even though the vaccine's getting out there and all that. You still well, have to, you know. Yeah, but with Stuart especially. Yeah. Because I hear he's done nothing but gone to... He's like concerts every, yeah. in the south in florida the, and big pool parties no mask hugging yep. drinking everywhere he's just so, everywhere gang would you please welcome the wonderful stewart pankin hey, hey, honey, uh, honey bring in those wuhan uh, trophies <laughs> <laughs> well hey hey oh, hi. hey you're wearing a mask well you can't you know they don't know where this virus comes from or goes. I've been told it comes through a computer screen, so I got to be careful. Well, you that's have to what, be careful because you don't know where I've been. Believe me. Well, that, that's what I we heard. heard. So we thought we'd maybe mask up too, just in case. 
Uh, oh, that's it. And and scene. And scene. <laughs> comedy. Lots of comedy going comedy. around, Stuart. Lots of comedy. How are you? I'm good. I I I, I always like being with you guys. You, you're so you know funny and you're so talented and you really piss me off and and oh. It's, you know, <laughs> so kind. it's just you know. <laughs> the longer you hang out it's with us, the more it'll rub off. <laughs> <laughs> rub off yeah. if you hang. Yeah. Oh, Eugene's going to eat or drink something now. Uh -oh. I mean, the, the interview started, so he's got to eat <laughs> or drink something. Unbelievable. That's amazing. I feel very comfortable. Just the gin and tonic for me, thanks. <laughs> should, I, should I wait on the muffin? Yeah, oh. He doesn't even offer. He doesn't <laughs> offer anything. Hey, so, so here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> We're all... Philly boys, yeah, oh yeah, right. I mean, what part? What? Where did you grow? up? Were you born in Philly? Oh yeah, yeah, you were. Well, we we, we actually. I'm just gonna just say we were born in Trenton, but our okay. family from Philly and Camden. But where were you? Where are you from? Well, um, I was born. They the house they called it 30th Street. It was this big old house at my, and I don't. I, I'm. It's it was up north. I want to say it's off Broadway, which is that long, longest straight street. Broad Street. Yeah. I'm not sure that's the, the case, but 30th Street, I lived in Winfield uh, near Fairmount Park for uh -huh. years and years. Moved away, moved back to Winwood. Went to I Ardmore. lived in Winwood before, before here. I was in Winwood, yeah. I, and I, I went to Ardmore. Uh, I lived in Ardmore and Winwood and Lower Marion Junior High and, and, and High School. Mm -hmm. Then we moved to Bryn Mawr. I think it was that's where I am. The Oakwood Apartments. It was right near the old Lord and Taylor's. Lauren Taylor. I'm on the Schuylkill Expressway. But I'm, yeah. right across the I'm right across the street from Bryn Mawr College. Bryn Mawr College. That was down the, that was down the street from us. Lankanaw Hospital, uh, right. Villanova. Mm. Yeah, everybody's Villanova. In this. <laughs> My yeah, mother. Great deal our, of time for our mother went to uh, Cabrini College, and our father went to Valley Forge Military School. This is this is my neighborhood. Man. This, yeah. is, this is my name. We spent. I spent the prom night. Our class went to Valley Forge for for prom night. Really? Yeah. I mean, we we my brothers. You know. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Great great memories of Philadelphia. It's so, still a beautiful area. Did you um? When did you start getting into acting? Was that something? Or actually, I'm curious. Do you have brothers? Do you have siblings? No, just me. No, you're the you, only. Can't you tell the ego that? <laughs> so did you? Did you have parents that were entertaining folks, family members? No, uh, no. My uncle actually was interesting story. Tom Brotherton was a box office man in Philadelphia, uh, and he was asked by Flo Ziegfeld to come manage the Follies. Wow! Oh, wow! And which he did. So that's the only connection I have. And my aunt, of course, was they were all very theatrical people. But no, my parents were not. You know, I always, as a kid, used to at family dinners used to get up and do stuff. Uh -huh. But but I didn't get interested in acting. I, I signed up as a psychology major in, in college, but I knew that wasn't right. I mean, and mm. when I walked across the dark, scary campus to audition for the first play in college, yeah. I knew I was hooked. I, I was hooked. And, and Dave Brubaker was my teacher, director, and later my good friend who ran the program. I mean, I, I was there. That was it. it was what, was, what was the first play you did that you got that bug? Our town. Ah. Our town. I, I, I played I played a townsman and I moved furniture. I mean, literally, really, literally. Right. 
Right. And then that and the and but the nice thing is somebody I am sorry, I don't remember her name, but very famous theater designer designed the theater at Dickinson in a new in a new auditorium. Right. And that was the first play that we did in uh, in Dickinson. Wow. Uh, it, it was swell. It was great. Did did you um you know because you do both so amazingly well, you're incredible. But were you were you driven more towards drama or comedy, or didn't it matter? Well, it didn't matter in those days. I mean, I did some comedy. I mean, one of the first big parts they gave me was Yalmar Ekdalen in Ibsen's The Wild Duck, which ain't a comedy. <laughs> I don't remember a damn thing about it, but I just know that people die and it wasn't fun. But I'd do anything, you know, anything they want me to do, you know, drama, comedy. Yeah, uh, uh, musicals even. I, I I did everything I could in, in in college. They didn't have a drama department. There was no drama major. Oh. So my a friend in the, in in the theater who later became a pretty successful stage manager said the correct major for a, a drama student at Dickinson is English. So I did that. I became an English major. Right. Did your uh, parents? Then, what did they think of my my father used to say? Uh, you're still doing that acting shit, huh? <laughs> how, well, did you, how did your parents feel about going no, into that? No, they always, the, my father especially, he just said, well, do whatever you want, you know, hmm. do whatever you want. I mean, including getting married to a wonderful Catholic girl. I said, Dad, I'm in, I'm in love with Joy. She's a Catholic. Is this fine? <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you know, they, were, they, they, they backed me, especially my dad, who I adored. He, they, they backed me on everything. Yeah, I mean, right. when I wanted to go to... Uh, to graduate school uh, for acting, they were they were right there, you know, right there to foot the bill, and wow. to, 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 they had my back. They had my six. Yeah. And did you go to New York? What What did you do? What What was the the path to like your first, or where Where did you think you needed to be to fulfill well, this? In, feeling? in college, you know, it, it was an academic bent. I, I kind of figured I, I wanted to get a graduate degree. You know, and in those days, you know, long before you were born, that's kind of the path that people took. Later, people used to say, geez, I wish I hadn't done that. I wish I'd gone right from college or whatever into mm. business. But I don't regret it. I met Joy, for one thing. Right. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we moved. My parents moved from Philadelphia to New York. You know, I, I went to I went to one of my semesters in college and from Philadelphia came back to New York. I never, never saw where they, you know. They didn't consult me on where they wanted to live, but then that's how we ended up in New York. Oh. And from New York, since I got into Columbia, that was kind of fortunate for me. So that's right. it, you know. And then I was in New York, and then you know I could go on and on, and I will did, be. What well, did you did you study uh, acting with anyone in particular? Did you just start auditioning? Did you how did you? Well, well, the the the, the, the program at Columbia was an MFA. It's, it's a it's a drama program. Right. It was two years, and then you could either write a thesis or stay another year and do a do a project. I chose to, to stay another year. Hmm. You know, during those times, you yeah, you audition. I mean, I, I I auditioned for the Shakespeare Festival. I carried a spear, literally carried a spear, <laughs> right. and then I ended up working there, made two or three summers, and then I, I auditioned for Lincoln Center, and I carried a spear there to do project. <laughs> You know, but that's that that's that's what happened. I mean, and I had my degree. The degree does nothing. You know, I mean, it really yeah. does. Nothing. Yeah, right. And so you try to get work, and then, oh my shirt, Jesse Oliver, huge fan. Yeah, I know. He's, he's our he's our Muppet Encyclopedia, Jesse. 
Uh, Anything you want to know. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Oh, there he is. That's the good one. I don't have that one anymore. I have the other one that's facing forward. I think I wore mine out. I love that uh, one. You probably Can did. I have that? Uh, no. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's a quick. Well, still. <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke. How many allergies? <laughs> <laughs> so should, should so, we explain that or let it go? No, yeah, let, let it go. go. Let it go. Let it go. All right. Uh, but but so okay. But so then, what was your big first? Like you went, oh my god, I'm doing this. This is like I'm doing this in, in New York. Yeah, sure. Your first kind of gig where you were like, am I really getting to do? Like I, for me, you know, it wasn't until I was twenty uh, eight that I had my first big gig which was oh, dinosaurs dinosaurs yeah yeah well in new york <clears throat> in new york it was the shakespeare festival of lincoln center i was really even though we were just journeymen and, and literally carrying spears and playing tiny parts and understudy i mean right. they, they made us under, I, I understudied some some great people charlie derning for one wow. uh, and that that was very exciting to be i remember the one of the first days of rehearsal there were so many great actors uh, rehearsing, I I almost didn't on my cue to enter. I mean, no, my lord, the Carthaginians were at the gate. I almost couldn't do it. I was frozen. I mean, uh -huh. I was so scared to look at these Shakespearean, you know, actors. Nobody knows who they are except New York people. Right. Uh, I was just terrified. But that was a big deal d doing the Shakespeare Festival. Lincoln Center was a big deal. I mean, literally, huge. Again, again Karen Spears doing tiny parts, understudying. Right. I was. I'm probably one of the few old fat guys that can claim that he understudied uh, Michael. Who's the Michael? Who's the little, the little guy? The little. Uh, Michael. The, the 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 little person. Oh come on! He was in Chip of Fools. He was in. Uh, My Wild West. Michael. Michael. His name was Michael. He was a he was a little person. Very famous. I'm gonna look him up. Yeah, look him up. Wild, I am Michael. Gosh, darn oh my it. gosh, I can't. No, I'll find him. I'll it's find not him. coming to me. No, which no. the the TV show Wild Wild West. Wild right? Wild West. He was a he he played a recurring bad guy on that, and he was a he's a fabulous actor. And I understudied him twice. Really, and once <laughs> in the Shakespeare Festival. Wow. So wow. And he was the guy that introduced me to the phrase mailbox money. You know, you get residuals from television. Uh, and I said, "Well, that's great. It's mailbox money. You just mailbox money. I'm gonna right. remember. I'm gonna remember his name, or or Gene's gonna. Uh, look yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get it. So, anyway, so so that was it. That's in, in New York, and then I did some off Broadway stuff, which is they they were all you know in those Michael days, Dunn. Michael, Michael Dunn. Dunn. Thank you, Michael Dunn. Fabulous actor. Look him up. He's he's great. Yeah. But in those days in New York, you you go to an audition and read for something. And then if you got, thank you, thank you, Frank. <laughs> if you got, if you got the job, you, you ended up, you go to the first day of rehearsal, you say, what's this about? Anybody read the script? Does anybody know what we're doing? Nobody, you know, you just wanted the job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. even so, whatever jobs, I think I did two or three of those things in New York, it was all exciting. You know, it was all yeah. considered it, oh, baby, I'm working and, and, and it doesn't get any better than this. Right, I mean, yeah. The first year in the Shakespeare Festival, I think I made eighty-five dollars to carry a spear, and then they had to give me an equity card. 
I, I they had to the second year, and I, I maybe I forgot to tell them maybe. So my salary jumped from eighty five to one hundred thirty five dollars. I was in heaven. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I was just in heaven. I'll bet. To make I'll that, bet. I had my equity card and to to get that bump and pay. The bump, right? Well, so did. So what was the move? Did, was there something in particular that moved you to L.A.? Was it a project or did you guys decide to head oh, no, for no, Hollywood? No. It was, it was, I was doing Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, if you've mm. ever heard of that. Yeah. And, and the call went out. They needed a, a, a heavyset guy for this show called the San Pedro Beach Bums, which is Aaron Spelling's first and last attempt at Outlaw Comedy. <laughs> I mean, really. Gene, do you have that? San Pedro Beach Bum. Yeah, uh, sorry. Yeah. San Pedro Bum. 24. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, Stuart. Just yeah. want to show the photo. Oh, my God. 24, Gene. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Look at you. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> you know, and these, 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 these guys are great. I mean, and again, talk about exciting. When I got that job, uh, I, you know who, who was at the audition for that, who did not get who? this job? A guy named Michael Jacobs. Get out. Huh. Yeah, that's how we met him. That's how I met Michael. No and way. when Michael later did a, a series called No Soap Radio, uh, he he wanted me, he put me in it. But that's where I met him in the San Pedro Beach Bronx. He auditioned for that. Wow. For that part that he didn't get. That character's name, Stuff. My character's name is Stuff. <laughs> Stuff you know. Yeah. Yeah. Good. You talk about exciting. I mean, that the first time I'd really been seriously on some sort of movie set it was just magic it was you know you look around cameras move walls move you know lights it's daytime but it's nighttime inside and it's nighttime but it's daytime and it's just it was magic everything was unbelievably right. magical and that was i read i read in an interview um about one of your early jobs when you were doing a part on free to be you and me and it was you. You mentioned that it was your first encounter with the Muppets. Then that's, right. that's exactly right. What were they yeah. doing on that project? I, I, again, I, I mean, I don't even know how I got it. It was a bunch of us being tiny little parts, doing little like an audience, like the baby, the Muppet babies were in a in a wherever they keep Muppet babies. Oh right, in a crib or something. In a crib, right? And we were we were just looking down and making faces at that. that that's, oh, that's wow. you know, and, and that was my first. You know, marvelous encounter with the Muppets. Mel Brooks did a voice of one of the characters. Oh, really? Yeah, free to be you and me. It it's took the test of time for some strange reason. People like that show. They remember that show. Sorry, somebody's just asking. Michael Jacob. Michael Jacobs actually was the executive producer and creator, co-creator of Dinosaurs. Nick. So just so you know, not. Oh, you're uh, thinking of Michael Richards. Not Michael Richards. Yeah. yeah. Oh no 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 no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so you went to do this, you went to do the San Pedro Beach Bums. That's what got me out to California. Didn't give up our house in New York for a long time. Really? Did you come on your own first or did you, did you both come together? You enjoy oh, both. or? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We both came. Well, right. I did the pilot on my own. And then mm. when it got picked up, then we moved there. Yeah. Uh, but never knowing, you know, what was going to sure. happen. Sure. And then because of that, I got a, 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 a development deal. They used to call them development deals at Universal, which paid me a very small amount of money not to do anything for anybody else. I had to do a pilot for Universal. I had to do whatever series. I had to, I had to work for Universal. Never did. I mean, I did wow. one thing. We did, we did the, uh, 
the pilot of Car Wash with the late. Oh, kid. really? Yeah. Based uh, on the movie? Based on the movie. Uh, I hated it. And we actually <laughs> celebrated when it didn't sell. I mean, I just, <laughs> I mean, really. But Why? That, what was it you didn't like? Oh, man. I, you know, it wasn't, I don't know. Right. I don't know. Uh, they, it was Bill Dana, feel right. and and Bill Dana wrote it, and uh, who was incidentally in No Soap Radio with that Michael. Oh Taylor, right, yeah, the Small World, and uh, Arnie Sultan was the was the other guy. I don't know why I didn't like it. I mean, maybe traveling. We did it downtown LA near MacArthur Park. Maybe I didn't like the location. It was hot. Right. We didn't have a great part. They wanted to call me Fat Chance, and for the first time, I, I said to to, to myself. And my wife, I don't want to be known. If this thing goes, I don't want to be known as Fat Chance. Didn't feel right. So I talked them into, and they very, either reluctantly or happily, changed it to Last Chance. So I ran the Last Chance Diner. Ah, right. Not, I got. <laughs> don't know why we disliked it so much. I disliked it so much, but when it didn't sell, we you were happy. We were happy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I came. You. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Gene. I was just gonna go ahead, finish your thought because I found something else. No, no, I, I was just gonna say, like, it's so hard to go through all of the the shows and projects and all the characters you've done. It's like I mean, you know, from starting in this late seventies, right? And then That's and exactly then right. and then you become then you're like, and I hate this word, I don't know this term. Maybe you can tell me what, what you think this term means, but you know, people say character actors. And I, I get it. But I just don't. I think of actors as actors, right? So that's great. Uh, that's great. I think <clears throat> it's just some sort of distinction, mostly for casting people, you know, as opposed to a leading man. Right. 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 Not, not not that not that you know. Certainly, when I was younger, I could you know trip the light fantastic with the ladies, <laughs> <laughs> especially but, on the San Pedro Beach bump. <laughs> San Pedro Beach bump. But they don't. They don't. You know, once you get locked into something, and uh, uh, you know, you guys are more independent which is great you know you you know you got so many characters that you can play with but once you get locked into to something in, in california that's kind of what you do yeah i mean i did one thing that i was very happy i played a i played a suicide bomber in a show called house calls with R wayne rogers hmm. oh, wow. i was sort of mentally unstable and but that's as far as drama is concerned in california very very little if right. if that but, might be it but like I remember, I mean, you th through this late seventies, eighties, nineties. I mean, you were everywhere. I mean, there's so many things. You, you know, I mean, I, I remember. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> well, you're still. But I'm just saying, it's it's that it just can. You know that you know, there's like peaks for all different people, right? Yeah, yeah. There's where you're where you're just seen all the time. And I remember just knowing who you were by seeing you yeah. in so many different things. Yeah, you know? I, I got lucky. I, I got lucky. Uh, um, there was the Pankin Explosion. The Pankin Explosion. Actually, they come <laughs> that at the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. There is a statue of ah. me that has the Pankin Explosion. Pankin Explosion. <laughs> oh, I like found this, this is an awful picture, but here's uh, here's an early one. Barney Miller. Well, Barney Miller. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I forget who that is. He's a wonderful character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, even I do it, character actor. But like, I mean, I'm just gonna just because it's hard to go through all of this. But like Hollywood Nights and Barney Miller, and you're on all the top shows. You're doing Benson and 
Trapper John and Chips and you're on the Golden Girl. I mean, it just goes on and it's a, everything. So why are you richer? What's that? <laughs> why aren't I richer? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Because you didn't. We, you were supposed to do that series called "The Pank and Explosion." <laughs> <laughs> did you ever? I didn't come across any game shows. Did you ever get on anything like you know um, Hollywood Squares or oh, you know? No, I did. Oh no! You know, I apologize, but I didn't. Oh yeah, I did. I, because I'm not necessarily news. Yeah. I I I got to meet the, our producer Pat Lee. Knew the people who produced. Pyramid. Oh. Uh, so I did a bunch of pyramids and I became very good friends with Bob Stewart, who created so many game shows. But over the course of my Pankin explosion, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I coined I, your I, phrase I did, here. I did Hollywood Squares, Password, Pyramid, uh, Who, oh, wow. Win, Lose, and Draw, bunch of comedy, bunch of game show pilots. Right. Yeah. But that's I, what I'm saying. You were, you're everywhere. I can remember. I, I, I remember thinking, I love this guy. Every time you would come up, I was like, I want to see what he's gonna. You know, because yeah. oh, I seriously, I I, that's when we did dinosaurs. I was so excited when I heard it was you because I just had watched you for so many years on everything. Yeah, well, that's you know? very sweet, and and thank you for bringing that up. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, you know, and then, but you know, you mentioned something about drama. You were in Fatal Attraction. I was. Right. That was a that was a biggie. That was a big one. Yeah. What was, do, you, do you recall what that was like? Do you remember? Was it an audition process? Was oh, it yeah. a. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was doing Not the News, and Adrian Line, God bless him, they were filming it in New York. Hmm. And he auditioned me, I think, when he was in California, and he liked me. And the producers said, um, let's get somebody from New York. I mean, you know, and Adrian Line, God bless his soul, said, I would like, I want Stuart Pankin. Wow. And I went in an audition to get her. Maybe it was very, we improvised some stuff. And I got the part, thank God. And I was flying once a week for a month back and forth. I finished Not the News, flew into New York for a day or two to film my stuff, flew back. And then once, and then the next week, the same thing. So, oh, wow. I mean, I, I, I'm so grateful to him. Uh, you know, the, first of all, the movie was great. And yeah. second of all, for him to be uh, a little bit of my champion was, you know, was wonderful. I mean, it, uh, that really, nice. that really helps stuff. Yeah. When you talk about not necessarily the news, there is so much to that show. I mean, it's just a roller coaster of ideas and, con you know, laughs. And, and I mean, what was it like to do this show on a weekly basis? How, there, there must've been so many things to do. How did you, do it all well in the beginning in the beginning it was it was guerrilla theater in the beginning the first day we reported up to Sunland, which is those of you who don't know out in the boondocks of california mm. our first dressing room was the sh was the men's room in the shell station <laughs> yeah with a chair and a makeup uh, woman there Wow. And they told us, they asked us if we could please buy gas so they won't kick us out. <laughs> you know, the girls were changing behind the, the doors in their cars, you know, and changing costumes. Wow. I, I think one of the early days we had a report to someplace at 5.30 in the morning. Didn't quit till 12. The next day had to go back to that same location at 5.30 in the morning. That night, I, I was, I remember being in the producer's house because we were filming something. My feet, on, uh, laying on the floor, my feet on the bed because I was gone. 
I mean, right. I, a lot younger than them. And right. I said, Pat, I, I can't do this. I mean, I just, this, this is too, too much of a struggle. So then mm. things started to get better, mm. you know, and things right. started to get better. At least they gave us a, 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 a motor home for makeup, costumes, and actors. At least we had some place to go. Right, yeah. right. And then, and, and then things started to get better. And then the show, I was, when I first started, somebody said, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm doing this little cable thing. But then as the show got more popular, it, it, became, it became more fun to do. And more, and he became more proud to be to be involved in it. part of it, right? Well, it was HBO too, right? It was HBO. It was it was. You should pardon the expression. Twenty nine percent penetration uh, of of cable. In right. I right. Mean, and that's cable. That's not just pay cable. That's that does include pay cable like Cinemax or or whatever the other thing was. Uh, uh yeah. What was the uh, Cinemax Showtime? It was, might have been show. There was. I think there was before Showtime. Before Showtime. But yeah. there was, wasn't a hell of a lot of people watching it, and so for that show to become so popular was thrilling for us. I mean, sure. And working with all the people there, you know, Danny Green, Mitch Lawrence, Annie uh, Bloom, Lucy Webb, and we're friends to this day. I mean, it was just a pleasure to. to I mean, my son was born during that. During oh, that really? Years. Yeah. So it was just such a pleasure being together with right. that and doing. We, we we split it up. We did we did location stuff and studio stuff. The studio stuff. I mean, you you had they sent you home the day before with a packet of stuff to learn, mm. and it got easier as as it went along, you know. But you had to learn. You couldn't re rely on any kind of cue cards or or, or what do you call it? The, the yeah, the uh, yeah. yeah teleprompter. 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 You couldn't rely on that because you didn't know where the camera was, especially in the studio. So. And it got to the point in the beginning, it was tough. It got to the point where, uh, you know, I could, there was a packet like that. I could, I, I got into bed, studied it and learned it. I mean, I got, it got good. I got good at wow. it. Wow. And that's what we did. That was, and then we did the studio stuff, the, uh, the news reporters. And then the, the stuff we did in location was all, was a lot of the physical stuff. And, right. It's and amazing. Regular, regular um, stage skits and things. I yes. went, I, I was looking around at some of the old skits from that, and I saw one that was just brilliant. And you were a, uh, a pastor giving a eulogy at a funeral, and the entire eulogy was made up through Mad Libs. Mad Libs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, he was a froggy man. You know, it was just it was so brilliant. A concept. I mean, the thing about that show is, like you said, the sketches were were different. They were they weren't necessarily the same stuff every week. It yeah. Was it was always different stuff. The sketches were always different, and the footage. They used to take the ABC live feeds, right. and the others would watch them. Stuff that the audience, you know, you and me would never see, and they watched this stuff and watched it. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, and, and 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 they'd come up with 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 interviews with everybody. You know, Reagan, Kissinger, right, uh, Nancy, Ray. and then and and then they would. We never changed people's words. We never did that. We never put words in the mouths of, of people. So they used their words hmm. and, and they wrote responses from us to them so that their responses made sense. I was, right. I was kind of happy about that, that we never fake news there. there right, there. right, right. Yeah. But was, yeah, but it was all, you know, the sketches, the commercials, 
they were all different, so you never got bored. I mean, well, you just never got bored. Yeah, and the and the I like the pace of it. Like it wasn't you didn't linger too long on an idea. They were exactly. just sometimes they were just moments and just really funny moments that made you laugh and moving on to the next thing. They were great. How many years did it run? We ran six years with our cast, and then they decided i had given my notice because i i was moving on to another another series hmm. and i got word from friends in hbo that the show was you know oh, so yeah. I took that job and after our six years they ran it another two years not terribly successfully with uh with with a different anchor team so oh. they we ran from eight two three four five six seven eight and they ran to about 90. Right. you know how you date yourself you know how you date yourself you talk about HBO back then as home box office. Home box office. Yeah, yeah. We used to do it in front. They used to show the show in front of a. Oh, uh oh. You froze it. He froze it. Let me let me hang on. Let me bring him out and bring him back in. I hope. Oh, he's still. Come on, Oops. come on. Oh no. Oh no. No. Uh oh. Hmm. Hopefully he'll click out and come back in. Do you want to text him? I don't have his number. Hmm. Look at that. Uh oh, Stuart froze. Let's show a picture of him doing something. How about let's show not necessarily oh we did did you show yeah. both not necessarily the muses? I did. Yep. Snoozes. Should we make this kick that from studio okay if i kick him that's okay right yeah as long as he uh let's back see in. let's hope he comes back here's, here's, an, here's an image stewart oh here he is. oh i thought that was stewart yeah i love that i wanted to ask him <laughs> what that's from anybody in the stream know which movie this is from is this hollywood nights no i don't think so Stewart's in suspended animation. Stewart, where are you? Oh no. Uh, come on, try again. Where is he? Come on, Stewart. Come on, Stewart. Let's see what else can I show here. I'm gonna Bye. try. I'm gonna text him. You entertain everybody. All right. I mean, not text him. I'm gonna email. Hey, should we play us the song? Oh yeah. Well, wait, wait, no, no, wait, wait, hold on. Wait, no, maybe not. Hold on. Uh, I have an idea. The Beretta Brothers. <laughs> Hope you don't mind me embellishing that, Scott. Oh, come on, Stuart. I don't want to show anything prematurely. Hmm. It's almost like he lost power or something i'm surprised he's not coming back would he know to do that yeah he knew how to get on oh we don't have a number huh maybe sinclair is behind this mm -hmm. make up a song okay <clears throat> jelly bean you know what i can eat now oh great can we talk about now that we don't have Stuart? 
Anybody have any questions you want to talk about? Carrot raisin. Yes, carrot raisin muffin. Oh, muffin. Yeah. Any uh, anybody have any questions? Maybe you want to talk about Gene and Bill. Do you have a favorite dinosaur episode? The one Lauren with all the Hardy writes. Um, the one that has Earl. The one with Earl in it. Yeah. <clears throat> oh no, where's Stuart? Um, I. Uh, I like I like the end. Actually. Lauren, if I might be so bold. I thought the end was good. I also liked um I like moments. I can't say there's one episode in particular. I like moments from different ones, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I like when Earl and Roy bury Ethel. Uh, I like when Robbie and Earl eat the new leaf. Conversation starter. Who's watching the Muppet Show? What do you think? Have you watched oh. any of the old ones yet? I watched the first three. Showed Ben. Makes me laugh. Okay, that's our new Scott segment. It's really cool seeing the old episodes with the old, the old designs of some of the characters and. It's, yeah, it's evolved so much since then. So, Bill, when will Muppets Tonight be on Disney Plus? I don't know, Nick. It's probably a lot of music rights have to be cleared, but I uh, don't know. Sorry. I wonder why some of the Muppet Show episodes are out of order. Why the what? Some of the the Muppet Show episodes are out of order. That happened on Dinosaurs too. They put the end episode in like number seven in season four or something. Stewart, no, what happened? Maybe he actually did freeze. And he's just stuck there. Maybe we should have just left it on and we could see him. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Or, or he's just talking. I mean, he still thinks he's going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he we're frozen on his it. end, so he's just talking. You were going to ask him about Falcon Crest. Mm -hmm. I have an image up and everything. Look. He's not in the image, but. No, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe we don't have to show. But you know who is? Oh, no, hmm. not that one. I was thinking of, um, uh, 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 what's the other one he did? Knott's Landing. Mm hmm With Donna Mills. Yeah, our cousin Jolie's good friend. Where is, uh, there she is. Look at Donna. She's so cute. Oh, uh, Stuart, what the hell? Oh, oh here oh, he comes. Oh, 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 oh. The entire house went out. Honestly, oh, you're kidding. Every every light, every everything just went out. I said, I bet I'm something so happened. I'm sorry. I'm it's so okay. sorry. Right. We you were do? talking behind you. We made such fun of you while you were. You write a strongly worded letter to that energy company. Well, I think it's, I, I'm assuming it's us and not the neighborhood. I'll take care of it. Enough about me. You're good. But we were, I was, I, I said, I bet it's something else because you would have just come right back on if it was just oh, a no. wife. Oh, no. It just went dark. And then oh, my God. Internet, and then I had to rejoin the thing. All anyway, right. enough about me. Well, you're good. You're good. Now you're here. Sorry, we, sorry. we tried to think of things to do. What do we do, Gene? We showed, oh, Gene, show that photo of him. We weren't sure where it was from. Okay. Please. <clears throat> I'm so sorry. I'm. 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 Oh, you care about it? I apologize. Don't worry about it. Time. 
it's all good. Out of control. We spent time with this guy. That's not necessarily the news. When I was played, probably somebody that was bullied. (laughs) I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. That's really good. Hey, so uh, so um, in passing, throughout your appearances on different popular, huge shows, um, do like. Uh, for example, Falcon Crest, right? Did you meet Cesar Romero? No. Wasn't he on Falcon Crest? Or am I, I, confused? I don't know. I, I certainly, I certainly didn't meet him. I thought he was like the people that. Oh, the, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, I was sort of recurring. I didn't, I didn't, I did about seven of them. We just never know who you end up working with. I wasn't sure. You know, different episodes. You work well, with different people. You go, oh. It was like it was uh, Greg. Harrison and David mm. Selby, mostly the two, the two, and there was a, maybe another woman there, but right. no, I mean it was just very self-contained. You know, my stuff was right, right. Was a was a lawyer, sort of a, an unscrupulous lawyer, and he mostly worked with those two guys. Right. I have a question here from Anime Game Sixteen. Out of all the animation roles you've done voices for, which is your favorite? Do you have oh my favorites? Gosh. As, as opposed to like dinosaurs. Which yeah. Is my favorite. Um, oh, well. Animation roles. Uh, I, I enjoyed some of the stuff. I was the Condiment King on Batman once. I kind of liked that. Condiment King. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was, <laughs> that was cool. And you know, uh, I did a couple of Animaniacs, which, which were fun too. I don't remember a lot of them. I mean, and sometimes you get a, a check for 40 cents and you say, oh, yeah, I did that. I remember that. Right. You know, we actually we actually worked on a, the same project. We did. Remember, remember this one? Yeah. Remember Bonkers? The red, the red violin. Yes, it was beautiful. I remember Bonkers. I remember Bonkers. I was I wrote a script for that, but then uh, it never got produced because the producers moved on to another show. But that's our one project we worked on <laughs> together. Oh, Icky, Icky Control and Philadelphia. And yeah. Philadelphia, yeah. But what about uh, uh, how about I don't know this character, but I love the name Pasta Al Dente from Aladdin. Oh, an animation thing that I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that name too. I, I it could have been uh, some sort of. Oh God. But I but I love he was a sultan apparently. Sultan, I, yes, a sultan. Sultan Pasta Al Dente. So he's yeah. a sultan, Italian, an Italian sultan. Italian sultan. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember the voices. I I mean. <laughs> No, I'm I'm old. I don't remember half that stuff. <laughs> hey, do you want to do you want to play uh, our our fun game of pick a number? Sure. Yeah. So this is this is the really uh, a, a very you know uh, uh, I can't, the words are not coming out of my mouth. This is a game where you pick a number. I pretend to spin a wheel, and the number comes up. It's okay. really good. So you, and get you pick, have to comment on the picture. Yeah, between one and twenty-eight. If you one pick and twenty-eight. Number. Yes. All right. Uh, Seventeen. 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 There we go. Spinning the wheel. And I'm not sure why this is in here, Bill. You have to explain this to me. Uh, do you remember this? Yes, I do. That was another one that I enjoyed doing. One of the reasons I put this in there is because Gene. Then the one following it, you played the giant in that, right? Played the giant. So then I here's one of our connections actually. I did this thing. Look at the shot. They're almost the same. Jack and the Beanstalk. Yes. That I had nothing to do with. 
Well, this I was in, and I played. Gene, can you show nineteen? Yep. So you were the giant in your Jack and the in Jack and the Beanstalk, and then I played this guy. That's you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is that's great. Yeah. I would the never. Know I mean, yeah. Do you have a picture of me as it as the giant? <laughs> no. I was looking. I was hoping maybe we'd see an animated version of. No, nah, it's it wasn't animated. It was. Uh, it was. Oh, it wasn't. I thought it was an animated version. Oh, oh no, no, no. It was off. I couldn't find one. I looked. You know, I'm not going to mess around because I'll screw things up. But I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you. It was a fun. That was another fun project. That was a terrific. That was a fun project. So, did you do prosthetics and things and oh, makeup? Many you did. Many hours. Right. I was, yeah. I think, four hours or something doing mine. You look great. I mean, that's a, that's a great makeup. It's pretty good. It, the guy actually won an Emmy, I think, for his makeup for that that project. He did it really great. We did. We shot it in uh, in England. Oh, really great. I didn't. I didn't shoot it in England. I yeah. shot it in San Fernando Valley. We were in England, and we worked it in Castle. Wait, I think I found something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm going to tell you who was in my show. You know oh. who was in my show? Richard who? Attenborough. Oh, yeah, now, James oh, Corden. Blackout, power out it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a minute, power out <laughs> Now, is this is this the image from your show? Yes. One and is this is this you? That's me. Oh yeah. my gosh! Why couldn't I find that? Yeah, it's just it was a small little image. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I, I have me too uh, down here on the right. Uh, yeah. Oh my gosh! How cool. Yeah, it was very cool. I mean, I we, we used all kinds of, well, you know, because you're like forced perspective, you know, and stuff like that. To, yeah, same with us. That was really fun to do. Yeah, it was. It was fun to do. We had Margot Kidder was in it. David uh, Norton was in it. Oh, I love David Norton. Bull. Who was Bull? The big Richard. Richard oh, Moore. Richard. Yeah. Richard Moore was in it. Moore, yeah. Uh, uh, and, and a cat. We had a cat in there. <laughs> <laughs> he was looking for a way to jump down from the thing. We had, oh yeah, well we had <laughs> Matthew Modine. We had John Voigt. Oh snap! We had, uh, uh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what's her name? Jean, what's her name? The uh, uh, what, Brian's wife? wife? No, 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 no. Oh, amazing, Vanessa Redgrave. Vanessa Redgrave. Oh man, now how can I see this? How can I see this? Uh, I don't know. It's a, it's like a four. It was a four-hour mini-series called Jack and, and the Beanstalk. Jack, it's called Jack and the Beanstalk: The Real Story. And Brian Henson directed it. Uh, it's really kind of cool, actually. Well, it's really it sounds cool. very cool. James Corden was plays my son. Yeah, he was in it. This I is nineteen, what ninety-eight or something or earlier. But what about Mia Sarah? Two thousand. Mia, Sarah. Yeah. Mia Sarah, I know who she is. Daryl Hannah. Wow. That's crazy. They had a big budget. <laughs> they had a pretty good budget. Yeah. Well, and in England, we were know. we were on the children's movie. Let's do it quietly and quickly. Budget. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about talk about huge? What's it like to work with Mel Brooks? Who? You know, um, they call him Mel. Oh, the little, the little Jewish comic. The little Jewish guy, yeah. He, he, he was, well, first of all, I, Mel Brooks, as a kid, to me, was, he was my, the first thing I did uh, that I can really think about on stage was I memorized 
Oh, wait a minute. They're doing something. Thank you for using Adobe Flash. Am I still on? Yeah, yeah you're, you're here. here. Just right. ignore it. Then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to forget that. Um, he, uh, I memorize, I'll stop it with this Adobe Flash business. He, um, I memorized the 2000 year old man when I was in high school. Oh my gosh. Oh, cool. And I did it and I did it for a talent show. So that was the can, first thing. Can you I, tell people out there what that is that won't know? The two, oh, well they should, you should. The 2000 year old man started his Im improvisation with Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks about a man interviewing a, a, a man who was 2000 years old. And, and the things he went to. He said, did you know Joan of Arc? He says, no, I went with her. You know, she was a <laughs> She never put out, but, you know, I mean, it was that. <laughs> Classic. But, and, and it goes on and on. There are box sets of DVDs with the 2,000-year-old man. But so I, I was familiar with him real early. Incidentally, I can't see any of you guys. Does that matter? Uh, At no. the moment, you can't see us? No, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't want to. I don't want to screw you up again. It's but wait, really, can you see the picture? You don't see anything. No. Now I see me, and I'm entering a broadcast studio. Oh, we're gonna oh wait, you're coming again. in. Oh, now, I see it. now I see it. Wait, wait, wait. There. How's yeah, that? Wait. Oh. How yeah. about now? I see nothing but somebody's telling me to to, to do. Something. Okay, do the same thing you did before, and I'll kick you out of this. Part. Can you do whatever you just did before? Uh, okay. We had him, Gene. We had him. You kicked him out. I had I had two of them in here. So. Yeah. I know. I picked the new one. Well, I see. I don't want what to do you see right now? I just see uh, three uh, dark boxes where where our faces should be in a red screen. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, you want to sign back in? We'll kick you out and you sign back in again. Do you mind? It's no, no, good. no. I'm doing it now. I'm doing okay. it. Now. Okay. Bye. Well, this has been technically great. <laughs> we did have him. I was getting the echo. I was going to get rid of the first one that sounded like he was having trouble. Yeah, here here he comes. comes. All right. Let me bring him. Uh, now I see you. Now I see me. Here great. we go. Just... Jane, can you go back to that picture again? Yeah. Um, yeah. So sorry. We were. Uh, Talking about the two thousand year old man, and you had done you memorized that, right? I memorized that. That's the first thing I. That's the first thing uh, I, I did. Now, the 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 Mel Brooks connection. You see, it's it's complicated. Show business is complicated, as you know. Hmm. I mean, I met a man named Pat Proft, who yeah. is all the police. He worked with the uh, police stories, and 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 he's a wonderful writer. Yeah. And I, for some reason, I, I won't go to it. I got to go to a Christmas party. And then I met Rudy DeLuca, who works with Mel all the time. He's a co-writer. And Rudy said, there's a project coming up. I, uh, you know, would you like to? Uh... And I said, sure. And I went in and I, I guess I met. I don't even think I auditioned. I think he just met me. And, uh, and wow. then he put the cast together, uh, which was great. And he produced it. He wrote it. He starred in it. Uh, he had a lot on his plate, and it was one of the hottest spells in Los Angeles. So it was very difficult to shoot, hmm. but but it was it was great. It's one of his less successful movies, unfortunately. But uh, fine now. But it was a fun movie, and I, again, I got to meet some nice. I met that's how I met Jeff Tambor. Ah, right. He's, he was, I was, was, was going to ask you. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I uh, see him a little bit right there. Yes, oh. yes, yeah. and he. And, and, but because of that, uh, th that was nice. 
he put me in another movie, which again was in one of the greatest Brooks films movie called The Vagrant with the late Bill Paxton, who oh yeah, I really like. Uh, but he put me in that, and uh, which I was very appreciative of. Anybody gives me a job, I'm very appreciative of. Sure. Yeah. And I and I send in case you're interested, I send presents. So you uh, <laughs> consider this a job then? Do you get presents for this? You get you get presents for this. Oh, look in your driveway, and you. But that was nice. And then I worked with with Mr. Brooks one more time on Mad. It's about a Honda Accord. <laughs> <laughs> a circus uh, tent is being put up. Sorry, what did you uh, say? Yeah, so we did Mad About You as an actor. He did it. But the nice thing about working with uh, Mr. Brooks. Joy and I got to meet Anne Bancroft a couple of times. Oh my god! Which was which was spectacular. We went up to him at the, at the rap party of Life Stinks and said, "Miss Bancroft, we love you." She says, "How many times did you see The Graduate?" And <laughs> said, "Well, we saw The Graduate a lot, but then we mentioned Duet for One, which is a two-person play she did in Broadway with Max von Sydow and her." Oh. And I said, "No, actually, what we would love to talk to you about is 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 Duet for One." And her face just oh. lit up because you know, oh. Graduate Graduate comes in in battalions but uh right yeah that, that play comes in this single spies to culture wow i was i was going to ask you actually because you know there are certain people that i've always wanted to meet right as and people you admire growing up and and i personally regret i never got to meet that i always wanted to was jimmy stewart did you ever get to run across jimmy stewart yeah yeah interesting the first year of san pedro beach bums michael yeah uh, we were, they put us in the Hollywood parade, you know, the Hollywood parade. That, right. And when we were, and he was the, the marshal of that year. Oh. Um, and I saw him over there and I stood in line. I mean, Jimmy Stewart, it's a wonderful life. Started filming the day I was born, April. Oh, oh really? Wow. And I've loved Jimmy Stewart and everything he's done. So I stood in line. I don't know how long I had to meet this man. Yeah. And I just shook his hands and Mr. Stewart, I'm such a great admirer. Oh, thank you very much. You know, and, that, and uh, that was the only time, but I was happy to have done it. I did that with Sidney Poitier, and I did that with James Earl Jones. Uh, oh. But Jimmy Stewart was uh, was extremely special. Here, I have to, just because I have to do this. Yeah. Oh, wait, can I do it? Uh, I, don't know. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Favorite movie. He's got it in every format. It's my favorite. It, it, it's one of my favorite movies of all time. That's it. That's yeah. it for me. And so, he's just screen this last year. I got to see it on the big screen, which was cool. Yes, it is cool. A few years ago, my my son and his wife took us to a, to see it on the big screen, like a midnight show on Christmas. Oh and yeah. When, when when you do that, you're you're in a theater with fans. I mean, with real. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 It's a wonderful life. We. Well, we should probably talk about dinosaurs since it is kind of a Muppet themed. About what? what I love that. No, I like dinosaurs. It's a it's an animatronic puppet thing. Yeah, know. it's like Punch and Judy. Was this in the sixties? It was. Actually, it was in the early seventies when you see, were twelve. Yeah. See, I was. I would have been. Let's see. Yeah, probably ten. Uh oh, look, look, look at these idiots! Look at us. That's one of my favorite <laughs> pictures of all time, incidentally. I love that picture. That, that's one of my favorite pictures. There's yeah. Mac. The amazing Mac Wilson. Please say hi to him for me, please. I, I, I will. I'll send him a please note. And I, I asked him if he could come and make it, but he wasn't able to make it. But, uh, yeah. I love that picture. I love it. Me too. I don't even remember. I honestly, like, I don't remember doing it. I just I remember seeing it. 
Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't remember us taking it or the cigar. I mean, like I don't remember doing it, but I'm glad we did though. I'm glad. We yeah, did. me too. It's a great photo. The dinosaur. I, I, dinosaurs. I talk about high high points. Dinosaurs was was a high point. Was it's it? Actually, really? I, thought, I, I know this is the headshot I used to get the job. <laughs> <laughs> it gave me a leg up. <laughs> as soon as Michael saw that, he said, "Oh, it's a possibility." <laughs> That's great. That's great. But it was my hey. first big thing, you know. It was yeah. my. I'll. I mean, talk about a a major step in my life and my career. Well, I, I don't know about you, but I was like, that was my first big thing. It was a very big thing for me. It was a really big thing. When when did it? When, when, what year did it? Night. 90 right 90 not while well, going into 91 so i i was doing uh jim jim passed away in 90 yeah and uh i was going i ended up going for fittings in england in november of 90 wow and then we started shooting the beginning like april of 91 or something i think we started shooting or airing i can't no, remember now I don't remember. Did you? But you must have done at least the first, the pilot episode before the voice. Oh, came. oh yeah. I mean, yeah, sure. So I don't remember when we, when the voice people came. I know it took us two days, two two eight hour days to do the pilot. Oh well, it, we it it was uh, we had to shoot for seven days, six six days it was, and they were freaking out because they thought we'll never be able to keep going. There's no way. We can't spend this money on this show. This is crazy. So our our pilot was so expensive. Yes. We almost got canceled. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But it, I mean, it, you guys were. I mean, you did. You guys did the read right? Didn't we do a read through of the first of, of the, the pilot? pilot? We didn't. I don't remember. I don't remember. I honestly when, don't when, remember. When you would go in to do the voice work, was it? Did you go in solo, or was every a lot of the major characters together to play off each other? No, no, it was always solo. It was always uh, just you and a, it was a job that I used to say I loved having and was challenging to do because you said, well, you know, you sit there and there are any number of challenges the voice people had to match voices right. and, and get it right or as right as we could. We really tried to be, you know. Yeah, lip -sync. that's true because it's the opposite of doing animation where you Very put track down first and then they animate to it. Exactly, which is in, in a sense easier for, for an actor. You know, but uh, well, but matching he matching lip sync for these puppets too. Like they weren't, they were they were animatronic. It wasn't like the lip sync was great all the time. Unfortunately, you know, it was just the nature of the beast. Sometimes people had to go. We just got to keep going. Sorry, we got what we got, and you know, the right. puppeteers would be like, "But I couldn't get them to say ooh," you know, and and uh, and so you guys would still have to find how to make that work. Yeah, I, I remember. I, I th this is a vague memory of. If there was a mouth movement that you know you had to put in a uh or a duh or a, mm. you had to fill in a little bit, you know. Yeah. Hey, friend, uh, I'm hungry. You know, I mean. Right. Not 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 a lot, as I recall. No. Right. Right. I brought this up a little earlier, but because um, it brings us to something special that we have for our viewers. Uh, first, how was it writing Baby Sinclair's theme song? Yeah. Can you talk about how that came up? Yeah. I. I. I again. I. Well. I told you, but. When I like a project, I find myself writing writing music. Uh, you know, I'm not a musician. I write a lot of lyrics, you know, yeah. song parodies. 
but I just I came up with this with this thing, which was not what you're going to watch what people hear. Mine was much simpler. It was like, I'm I'm the no, that's Ray's. I'm the baby God, I love me, purple eyes so soft and cuddly, especially when he hits me with a frying pan. And Ray, uh, Ray Cocourt, who did a lot of music for, for Michael and, and did, he he took it and he arranged it, made it a much more. Oh, so he did that. I'm the baby God, I love, I love me. me. Da, 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 da. Oh, I'm coming down the street and in time I'm ready to beat you. <laughs> yeah, so he did that, which was great. And, and, and we, we just. Uh, he said, "Do you mind?" I said, "Absolutely not. I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a musician, so." Right, right. Yeah. But so that's that, so interesting. That's so interesting. So when you, when you're excited about something, your, your instinct is to get musical about it. That and and other physical manifestations, which I really don't want to discuss. But when I'm excited, music is one of the top things. Hmm. And then, oh, you don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. No. <laughs> Hey, gang, we have something really special that Stuart sent along for us to play on the show. Would I'll you like say. Oh, my gosh. Not, you know, you should have said, oh, look what we found, Stu. Hey, <laughs> you sent us something, but we decided we are going to play something else. <laughs> but no, so folks out there watching, uh, he was so kind to, to send this to us. This is something that is very rare and very special. So there's two things. We'll play the first one, which is an acapella original written by Stuart for Dinosaurs. So. Let's do that. Hush now, Junior, don't you worry, not the mama's here. Snuggle up inside your nest, there's nothing you should fear. Sneaky things and creepy things are locked outside the door. They'll run scared into the dark when not the mama roars. Don't be frightened of the night, you're safe within my paws. I'm beside you, guarding you from scary teeth and claws. While you're sleeping, I'll protect the one I love so dear. You'll be safe, cause daddy's not the mama's here. You are safe and cozy. Not the mama's here, baby. Again. So good. I'm so sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Then you do musicals as well? What? Oh, yeah. I mean, over the course of the years, I've done a bunch Yeah. Of do you love them? Do you love musicals? I, I like doing them a lot more than I like seeing them. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. Well, to me, yeah. musicals are this. They're they're. It's like icing on a very sweet cake. But I really like doing. Them. I like yeah. singing. I'm a you know I, I'm a ham. I like to perform and do stuff. I'm always I'm always amazed at people who can kind of walk that line of, you know, it's it's a totally fantastical idea, right? A musical that people just break into a song. That's exactly right. Yeah. But but and that's the fun of it. But then there's people who can kind of make that feel natural and normal, like it's not out of nowhere. It actually feels like it's you're in that world. It's well, it's a special some, thing. Some famous musical comedy writer said, "You can't sing unless there's you, you ha unless you have to sing." I mean, when words fail you and it gets into an emotional level that you have to add music to it, that's when a song happens. Ah. And if that doesn't happen, then it's 
like a lot, there's a lot of bad musicals out there. And people right. just sing or they write a song to be a popular hit. Yeah. Hey, look, yeah. I, 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 I'm not, I've done enough musicals to, to be work, to work with really good people. I mean, really mm. musical uh, uh, experts and they're right. fun to watch, man. They are really fun to watch. Yeah. I love them. Um, trouble and they get out of trouble. I like that. Ah, one of, uh, one of my, uh, well, may, it might be the last play that I've seen. I haven't seen a lot of plays since I moved out to LA, but um, in New York, Spamalot was a really yeah. fun musical. I did see a production of it in LA at Reprise Musical Theater. Oh, you did? Oh, right. Yeah, I did a long time ago. I don't really remember a lot about it, but. Uh, yeah. yeah, I thought it was good. I, I like the way that they did kind of come out of moments into right. songs right you know, well, organically that, in a way funny i mean that's just, yeah and comedy it's, yeah. it's not like showboat which is you know in my opinion the first real you know where the songs really illuminate the feelings yeah you know, or yeah. oklahoma oklahoma the same those two especially yeah. is, is they can do whatever they want i mean that's, that's yeah yeah but but they did come out of, it felt like it came out even though it was silly it Good. felt like it came out of the moments whereas sometimes it feels like it's there because they're trying to say something that's not, you know, that's getting them through as opposed to what's the emotion of all that. That's know? very perceptive for one who has lived only one lifetime. Well, I try. I, I try. <laughs> you want to I play the musicals. Other? Yeah, let's hear the other song. Here's another one. Okay, I love this so one. Do you want to introduce it or just play it? Well, no, 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 say, the, they, Disney, Michael Jacobs, they made a Dinosaurs uh, Big Songs album. Uh, these right. songs that, 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 which is why I can play them with no fears, I never got on the album. So, so that's, that's what this is. These are songs that never made it, but songs that, I, I mean, I'm, I'm happy with. And happy so this with. is a, is this a considered a demo? In, yes. In a sense. I don't even remember this next one you play actually has an orchestration to it. I have no right. memory of how, when, or, or, or when I did that, but wow. I'm glad I did. Here oh yeah. That's great. Honey, I'm home and I'm hungry Put a creature on the table for me It shouldn't be a lean one, a fat one And a green one would suit me too A cheap steak, my tongue is a rumbling volcano I'm thirsty as an empty sore Friend, I'm getting weaker So catch a juicy creature for your rabbit is making a sore I've thought about dinner since lunchtime I want a wriggling, giggling treat I may be Mesozoic, but friend, I'm not a stoic. A carnivore's gotta eat. I'm awake to the weight to a fossil. My leg is getting thin as a tree. They feel so good inside. I'm dripping with saliva. Catch a creature for me. You can do the carving, cause honey, I'm starving. Put a creature on the table for me. When you put a creature on the table, friend I don't need a fancy label, friend Muskrat skunk, a mink or sable And for the vino grease, the frying pan Put a creature on the table on me I'm so hungry
Oh, a little Louie going on. A little Louis Armstrong. I, I tell you, I just, I really enjoyed writing those songs, whether they get, you know, I'm, I'm very happy to have them out in the, in the world now, but I just like doing it. Oh, man, they're so fun. They're so fun. Thanks, pal. Really Should good. Should we do another pick a number? Yes, and and are you okay and, with time, Stuart? We, I'm, honey, I, I I've given till six o'clock tonight for you. Can you Thank say, you, honey, I'm home? Honey, I'm honey, I'm home. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep you just a little bit longer if that's okay. We'd love to just I mean, go through I, a few I, more things. I, know, I, I I'm really fond of you guys. So I have an idea. Let's do a sleepover and tell scary. Stories. <laughs> <laughs> Let's. Let's let's wait until his lights go out again. Oh please! <laughs> we had an electrician. And then the stuff. man walked in, and all of a sudden, <gasps> there was a sound. All right, well, pick a number, would you please, sir? Uh, I'm going to pick sixteen. Sixteen. Oh, good one. All right, here we go. Something I'm sure you've got lots of fans Is with it, this project. Isn't this where we we, we went south? Uh, arachnophobia. That's arachnophobia. <clears throat> yeah, with yeah. the great Henry Jones and Roy Brocksmith. Uh, uh, Henry Jones, man. Jones. Uh, Very pleased to meet him. That again, that was a that was a look. Everything I do, with rare exception, is is it's all positive. I mean, if, uh, what's what's the name of this thing? Um, arachnophobia. Arachnophobia. Uh, again, you know, I met with Frank Marshall. I didn't even audition. He didn't audition actors. He met with you, and if he and if he wanted you in the movie, put you in the movie. Really? So that, and we filmed it up in. Uh, I'm not going to mention where because it's so beautiful. And I don't want people going there, but oh. up in northern, a little bit north of, of L.A. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was just a beautiful place. The wow. cast was great. Uh, it was it was uh, terrific. Henry Jones, wow. man. My wife and I had. We asked him out to dinner just because I wanted to have dinner with Henry Jones. Yeah, I'll bet. Henry yeah, Jones. and Roy Brocksmith, that other gentleman, and Kathy Kinney, who you might remember from the Duke Carey show. Kathy, yeah, yeah. I wrote a song about uh, about arachnophobia. Really? And they act, and we filmed it. Roy, Kathy, and I. They 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 happily did it during the lunch hour, and they used it at, uh, in the trailer. You know. Wow. It's a sweet little town. Take a bus. Come on down. And I'm awaits for you. At the end of the trip, they'll find blood on your lip. You know, it's all. Oh wow, movie. that's great. Yeah. So you know, I, again, I, I I liked it, so I wrote something. Yeah, my favorite Henry, well, not favorite, probably my first Henry Jones memory is from Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid as this the oil the snake the oil salesman. He's oh it, yeah. He's Butch is looking out the window and he's selling and, he, and he's snake, pointing up whatever, at them? snake oil. He points yeah. to the window. Where Butch he, is? He's well, he's uh, no, that's no, 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 that's a different one, different guy. He's the first one, and then the other guy comes in and starts right. I, I can't help you. I don't remember. Oh, anyway, but yeah, that's what I remember. Uh, one of my first memories of him. I he, I loved. He's great. He's great. Here's a here's a question. We can bring in a photo. Any memories of the quirky Second Sight movie from the eighties? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a uh, 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 lots. Um, uh, we did it in Boston for about 10 weeks. John Larroquette, uh, Bronson Pinchot, <laughs> Beth Armstrong, and, uh, and, and Nerdy Pankin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 again, a great. My wife and my young son and I went up to Boston, and we spent 10 weeks there. Uh, um, my wife um, 
my son had a health scare during I remember that. Oh, really? Monkey doctor said there was something wrong with him, and there wasn't. Oh. So that was a big memory. Hmm. But uh, again, second sight, second sight was uh, never really, you know, shot to the moon. But uh, again, fun to do. It was during the writer's strike. Oh. And, and I'm not telling tales out of school. The guy who wrote it originally was the guy who wrote Dead Poets Society. I remember. Oh, wow. Terrific writer. Hmm. But people in charge, and I won't mention names, thought yeah. that it could be better. Hmm. And I don't think so. They rewrote it every night. And it was a writer's strike. So the writers couldn't. Oh, right, right. Uh, so it, it became a little bit of a jumble. Yeah. Uh, and another story I remember, the teamster, the head of the teamsters in Boston, who, you know, you, you want to be friendly with, his mm. daughter was in the movie. And uh, one night uh, the producer called the teamster guy and said, you know, we, we, we had to cut your daughter from the movie. It's, uh, it's just she's not necessary anymore. And he said, okay, fine. Next day we got to location, not a truck inside. Not a truck to be seen. <laughs> wow. said, oh, you know something? We, we figured out a way to get her back in there. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was kind of interesting. It was kind nice. Of hey, Gene, wait, can you just put that picture up one more? I just, it just made me think of something. No. If you don't mind, just for a second, the second sight one. I don't mind one bit. This shot, I don't know why, but did anyone ever, or did you ever come across like a Jackie Gleason biopic? Anybody ever talk to you about something like that? There's something here about Gleason that. Here? Yeah. 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 Oh, people over the years have have mentioned it, but not seriously. No? Wow. I think you would have been amazing. Because Bronson looks just like Gleason here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's so, I, I don't think I've played any, you know, living people. Right. Uh, except, oh, not necessarily news. I mean, Hitchcock and, and Mr. T and all that stuff. But it would be intimidating to, for me to, to have to... To do that? To do that. I came close to doing... Uh, what was Belushi's book, Wired? Oh, uh, yeah. And yeah. I came close to doing that part ah. of the movie. But Bernie Brillstein, who was who was uh, John's manager, suggested that I didn't do it. because Really? Yeah. And I always regret that. And I always, uh, I still, I still have a little bit of. Uh, mm, that would have been, I think I, that would have been good. I would have tried that. I would have tried that. But Gleason, you know, wow. He's, it's good. But I'll, I'll do it if anybody's listening. I'll, I'll be happy to do it. I'll do it in a wheelchair, but I'll be happy. <laughs> oh, you could do like the uh, uh, Smokey and the Bandit years. That's yeah. right. I could. I, and yeah. people, they constantly get me confused with young Burt Reynolds, so I could do that too. <laughs> I play both yeah. parts. And hey, was Bernie your uh, manager? Yeah, yeah. That's how right. I got on the second site. He just became president of Lorimar. Oh. And he that's the first movie he put together and he, they put me in I had to I had to have lunch with Bronson Pinchot. He had to approve me. Really? Which is fine. You know, I mean uh -huh. he didn't know me. Yeah. Uh and it turned out <laughs> the poster for Second Sight, you ever see it? It's Bronson Pinchot. We're coming out of a sewer. And we did that in the movie. But in the poster, Bronson Pinchot comes out, John Larrica comes out, and over here is a picture of a dog. <laughs> You, you you find that poster, you'll see. I wow. know where to be seen. Wow! But I I, I enjoyed doing it. I mean, it Bernie, great. I I um I had the great opportunity of becoming his client, uh, Bernie's client, when the Muppets were sold to Disney. 
and um, and I wasn't sure what was going to happen with him. And I started developing some things with him, and it was amazing just to be around him. You really? know, Bernie Brillstein was amazing. And then I'll tell you something really quick though. So then he got sick, and uh, he wasn't well, and he had the, he had an operation, and he was in Cedars, and you had to be a family member to get into the area to go up the elevator and get into the area to see him. And so I, I just had to see him. I was just like, I've got to go see him. I want to put a smile if I can put a smile on his face. So I waited for people to come out of doors so I could go in and I snuck and I finally got up to his room and he, you know, he was just sitting in this bed, just sitting up. But I'll never forget, like, I think he couldn't believe, like, what is this idiot doing <laughs> coming into my my hospital room? But he did. He sm he had a little smile on his you face. Made him laugh. It did for it gave him a little Good smile. You. And, you. you know, and uh, but yeah, boy, what an icon he was. Yes, he was. He was. Uh they got out of the actor business uh years later so they couldn't do a hell of a lot for me they wanted they, they were into packaging and right producing. i mean, I guess he could have put me in other things my guy was mark gervitz who i love oh right? wow yeah uh but we came to the point where we both said look i'm not helping you you're not helping me mm. so we just right dance and party right right it's fine, which is great we'll talk about another icon mr gervitz well between, yeah nobody knows who that is but i you and me yeah i, I and you you, you and them me 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 and the use. Yeah, he was great. He was great. As a matter of fact, uh, just a quick story. Yeah. Uh, am I boring? Is it time for this? No, this is all good. Uh, um, I I did a series called Nick Frino, licensed teacher. We did one season. They assured me that uh, that I was picked up. I was in talks with the producers about costumes and character changes. Uh, and then I was on my way to an audition, and I got a call from my agent saying. They're changing this, the show. They're making it a high school, not a junior high school. Everybody's gone. Hmm. Everybody, all the teachers are gone. All the kids are gone, including Portia de Rossi. She was gone. And I'm, I'm saying, I'm like, you know, well, they promised me. They said that I, I wasn't in pilot season. So I called Gervitz, and he is already on the phone with a lawyer. And we sued him. We sued him. Wow. And won. Wow. Because his assistant, I forget her name, wonderful woman, was was a Disney executive. Sorry, that's okay. It switched on me. Sorry, so I, had, I had everything in my in my favor as far as proof. Right, going to do that show. That's it. There's Nick Freeno. Wow. And Portia was in it. Chuck, I forget who that is. He died very young. Oh, this, this guy. Nice. Anyway, I, that, that's a, that's a story about Gervitz and how yeah. he didn't take any guff. I mean, and he, he, he was on it, man. Yeah. So, and again, with Bernie, too. Like, I went in his office, and it was like, you know, we're having some problems. Hold on a second. Let me. All right. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. What are you doing that for? All right. I'm going to call you tomorrow. You're going to change that. All right. And would hang up, you know. <laughs> or, or, or he, like, when I found out, uh, I, when I asked him if he would be my manager, we were on the phone, and I said, you know what? After we'd been talking a little bit, I said, uh, do you think, you know, maybe you could be my manager? And he goes, yeah. And I went, really? He goes, I just said, yeah, didn't I? <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm hanging up. <laughs> That's very much the way it happened with me, too, because he did a guest spot on not necessarily the news. Just Then he took out an ad in the paper looking for work, actor, you know, needs employment. 
<laughs> so I called him and I said, just like you, I said, you think it's possible to be my, if you would like to be a manager? Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. it. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't either. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Uh, I just want to ask you about, um, oh, I know what I want to ask you. This is, more, this is a kind of a selfish question. Not that I'm a selfish person, but I like everything to be about me. Just two or three people have ever mentioned that you were, so I, I don't even think. <laughs> uh, did you ever meet Farrah Foss? No. Oh. All right. Hey, well, the other two, done. The other done. two angels, because Aaron Spelling, I met the other two angels because they did a part on the San Pedro Beach Bunch, but Miss Fawcett apparently didn't want to do it. Oh, really? Yeah, she didn't. Cheryl Ladd and, and Jacqueline and the other one. The uh, Kate Jackson. Not or Jacqueline Kate. Smith. Jacqueline Smith. Right. Ever meet one of the prices, right, girls? <laughs> uh, Janice Pennington. Janice waited for about uh, two weeks and uh -huh. then we went over to Bob. And Diane, was she ever? Uh, no, it was no. it was one quickie in the back of a cat. That was it. Holly. <laughs> you know, you know the names of these prices, right? Girl? We did. Those two. Yeah, we did. Oh, those two. Three. Oh, wow. oh, three. Three. Yeah. Was it? Wow. Did like you ever date Bob? Mine? Did I who? Ever did I Bob? No, no, no. He 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 never shaved. Wasn't Nathan <laughs> Marco one of those suitcase girls in that show with Howie? Uh, oh really? Yes. Yeah. Who? Megan. Megan Marco. Mar oh he, yes. He, and uh, yeah, what's that show called? Howie Mandel one. Howie Mandel's yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Called what's in the suitcase? What? <laughs> Apparently you're in good company. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, Stuart, I think uh, I'm not going. You have to come up with. <laughs> I'm having too good a time. All right, let's do one That's more. Signal enough. four. That's enough already. <laughs> Here, wait. I just want to bring this one up because, you know, you've done. We talk about your comedic roles, but you were in this great film. Oh, there's his hat. Oh, yeah. That was a good film. That was a yeah. that was a good film. The, the actor. Uh, oh, the, the artist. artist. Sorry, yeah. The artist. The artist. Uh, and you know, so I'm looking at that picture. You see these young kids. We were talking about movies like James, people like Jimmy Stewart or Craig. They didn't yeah. know who they were. Oh. They didn't know wow. who they were. Wow. They yeah. Interesting thing about that movie is that I did two days. That that stuff that you have the pictures of, and 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 another long long uh, sequence where I was directing the stars, the French stars. Mm. Uh, I was I was having a great time. Everybody's having a great time. Not a scene got in the movie. Not a scene of that. Oh segment. man. And when I saw it in the screening, I uh, my heart was just. Oh. Yeah, isn't that the, that must be the biggest uh, heartbreak for guys like you, both of you? You do some work and your best stuff just disappears. Yeah. 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 The first thing I did to San Pedro Beach Bums, we went to see the screening of the pilot. And the coming from the stage, you're in control. But, you know, but in film, as you know, you know, it's an editor's medium. And they cut things out and they rearrange things. And I was driving home with my, and I was screaming. She said, "Pull over!" I was so angry oh. at editing, and and, the, and the, I mean, she was worried that I was gonna. I was red right. faced. Right. Literally said, "Stop! Stop! You're you're. It's not worth it." And she's right. It's not worth it. Yeah. And then you never get used to it. I don't know about you guys, but you never get used to it. But you accept it a little a little bit more. Yeah. They you know. know you. We mentioned Tambor earlier. He was in uh, Muppets from Space, and he and I did bits together. I, I played one of my characters, Bobo, the bear was his assistant. And our tempo 
I mean, there was so much stuff. We had so much fun and people laughed and it was clearly like good stuff. But our tempo as a pair was different than the tempo of the movie, right? And all the other Muppet pace that was going like this. Mm. Tambor, my character, were just a little more taking beats. You know, yeah, we're yeah, taking yeah. our time a little bit. And a lot of that stuff got cut out. Most of it. It was, it was, I was really felt bad. You know, it was, I wish there was, I had a tape of it, at least like I could look at it or something. Yes, that would have been great to keep that. That would have yeah. been just, this just, this just in, the show was called Deal or No Deal. Thank you. Yes. Oh. Is that what it was? Pay attention. T pay attention to us. Forget how it meant. Yeah, I thought it was Veal or No Veal. This, incidentally, I showed you this before. This is what we printed up for the voiceover guys, for the for the you know the, the technicians and the voiceover people. I yeah. see Brian. Wow. This is from Dinosaurs. This is Donald. Oh, wow, I love that. I yeah. think therefore I am. Yeah. I like hey, that. when is our? We did have an interview that we did. Did that come out yet? You and I, we did the uh, the D two three. What's up, Disney, or something like that? What's it called? Yeah, we did that. What's up? Yeah, Disney. we just did it. Yeah, just, what did, it's not out. Did it did a post? I have I, no I, idea. I, I didn't see anything. I didn't we'll just let people out there for it's called What's Up Disney Plus, right? We did an interview for dinosaurs for the anniversary. And so people out there, if you happen to see it, it was fun to get to spend another a little moment together. Billy. <laughs> Ready third, lobby third. All right. Hope we can I hope we can meet in person sometime. That would be swell. We can talk about dinosaurs in Philadelphia. That's for that's for damn sure. We'll go to Winwood. Oh my god. Yeah, we can go hang out, walk around Bryn Mawr College. What's your favorite cheesesteak? I don't think I've ever had a cheesesteak in Philadelphia. Seriously. I know, I know, it's crazy. What's we, your favorite knish? <laughs> I didn't I didn't we didn't go out a lot. I mean, seriously, we we Thursday we went to Horn and Hard Arts. For, bread, for for dinner, and then we went grocery shopping. That was it. I mean, wow. we didn't go out to we we didn't go out f you know, regularly at all. Right. And as far as Philly cheesesteak, I did a movie called uh, Mannequin Two. Oh uh, yeah, another another fabulous movie. And we filmed, <laughs> we filmed down in, uh, in in South South Street where they have the cheesesteak. I don't think yep. I ever had one. I'm not proud of it, and I wish I were there again so I could have one. Wow. But I don't think I've ever had a Philly cheesesteak. We, you know, we we ate mostly at home too. We, it's not like we yeah. were a family that went out. Our my mother cooked all the time and yeah. grandmother. And, but um, because my family grew up in South Philly, we still had relatives there. So when we would go visit, you would stop at you know uh, Pat Steaks or something like that. Yeah, but plus plus we lived in the city during the eighties. So there in the eighties, yeah. We what was there. that Philly cheesesteak thing that looked? It was sort of a, a triangle on a sky. Was that that's it? Sticks. Yep, that's I the one. That. I remember that. And right across the street was Gino's. Later. I might have lied to you. I might have, during the filming of that movie, had a cheesesteak. I don't remember. But if I did, that was it. That would have been the place, yeah. That would have been the place, yeah. Yeah, they put, there's like photographs up on the ceiling under the awning of where you're ordering. And I remember there used to be a church across it. Like, we went there when we were little. And then just all through the years, you know, it was a thing. And then living in the city... You go to a bar and two o'clock in the morning you leave the bar and then you go get a cheesesteak, you know. It's wow. Kind of the thing, but not me. I'm I'm in bed at nine o'clock. That's it. <laughs> well, well thank you so much. Thank you so much oh, for doing this. Gentlemen, I thought this you know, I thought this was gonna be lame, but it turned out to be really cool. Yeah, me too. Me too, Gene. <laughs> I thought this was gonna suck.
Honey, they liked me. They really <laughs> liked me. <laughs> this is great. I've been looking forward to this all week. This is just great. It me really too. Is. Me too. All right. I'm going to send you <laughs> off so you can enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Okay, pals. All right. So, anytime. It was such a pleasure. Such a Thank pleasure. you. Thank you. Someday when this you. is over, I don't know, Gene, if you ever get out, you know, we're, I'm going to see you in person. Yeah. Good. Let's do it. Okay. Yep. All right. See ya. I'm never getting together with him. Are you crazy? Who is he? What was he? Re what did he really do? What is he in? It was I so hard make coming up. up with photos because, and I had to make stuff up. Yeah, right. Life stinks. <laughs> Honey, I'm home. <laughs> Honey, I <laughs> Fran. <laughs> <laughs> No, I loved, loved hanging out with him. Yep. Oh, yep. so easy and fun and nice and sweet and open. Lovely. A lovely man. Charming. Mm -hmm. Sexy. Question, what question did we ans answer, Lauren? Oh, yeah. What was that? Oh, sorry about the di favorite dinosaurs thing. I'm sorry. I don't think I gave you a very good answer, but I think kind of. A mix of things. I like Nuts to War. I think that was a good one. Oh, that question. Okay. Yeah, that she had asked about the dinosaurs question. Yes, look, Frank says, Frank agrees. And Jesse doesn't. No, Jesse thinks it's <laughs> he's getting a good laugh. And let's see, what does, uh, what? What? She's never spoken about dr phil van neuter before yeah that's crazy what a, what a weird reference when does she ever talk about him mm. cassidy this is very unlike you usually <laughs> robin jesse likes nature calls yeah that's a good one i like a new leaf i think leaf tilden the guy who was inside of robbie is my roommate and uh we did we came up with the dance for in, in that show we rehearsed at home he was my roommate for about three months too because you lived with me yeah when i first moved out there i lived with you guys yeah bill do the writers come up with dr t's big words or do you improvise them uh interesting so people will write what they believe is you know the the tone at least or the uh what what needs to be said in a scene right whatever he's trying to convey but then what I tend to do is I, I then take that and I get a thesaurus and I start looking up words that I can then mix and mash together to give it just enough of that little Dr. T thing. Like it's hopefully not too much, but enough to just highlight some of the, the words that he uses. So it's not, you know, oh, really? <laughs> Hit it. Dude. Do you know anything about this? Oh, I thought you were going to cut us off. That would have been a good time. Bill, do you oh. have any memory of working on that adults-only reboot of The Muppet Show that was supposed to be on? I have no idea what that is. What is it? Thanks for listening. We're a podcast and a vodcast. You can listen or watch the episode. Just go to thebarettabrothers.com. That's B-A-R-R-E-T-T-A brothers.com. Please subscribe, rate us. And we'd love to hear your comments. Thank you.